What's up? It is the Sports Live on a Monday, and the Super Bowl matchup is officially set with the Philadelphia Eagles waltzing uh, through the 49ers with the NFC Championship game Sunday afternoon. And last night, the Chiefs with a last-second field goal getting past the Cincinnati Bengals and what was a thrilling game but had some controversy uh, at the end with a, a penalty that was a penalty, but it you know it did allow the Chiefs to have that game-winning field goal opportunity as Harrison Butker kicked the 45-yard field goal with just three seconds left on the clock. And so the matchup is the Eagles versus the Chiefs in Arizona uh, in two weeks from yesterday. So we'll talk about that a lot uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. We will obviously talk a lot of Titans throughout uh, the next couple of weeks as well before the Super Bowl game is actually played uh, because the Senior Bowl is this week in Mobile, Alabama. And so Rand Carthen and Mike Vrabel will have uh, a lot of time together scouting out future Titans potentially down in Mobile. So we'll talk about that looking for an offensive coordinator. But today is all about the matchup and the A.J. Brown trade that now has resulted with a former Titans wide receiver superstar in the Super Bowl with his new team. So we'll talk about that. Get your emotions, your feelings on uh, A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl with the Eagles and then some post-game antics from the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. We'll talk about that throughout uh, the show as well. It is a Monday for an Ask Me Anything on this Monday. Zach, welcome in. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, hope may I did not win money with BetMGM, but maybe you did. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, once again, wearing the BetMGM shirt on a Monday after they take my money. That's going to be my new thing uh, rolling forward is whenever I lose, BetMGM gets extra cred uh, all over the weekend with, with my shirt. I had a massive Saturday. Like, one of the biggest Saturdays that I've had. One like hundreds of dollars. Nice. And Sunday, I was set up to lose. But when the Bengals went down by 10 and went to seven and a half, I took it. And so uh, I, I got back to even. Uh, so overall, I won money on the weekend. So, uh, you know, I, I can't complain. But plus seven and a half from the Bengals, just felt like Burrow was not going to let that thing get away. And they got back in the game and it ended up being a very good game at the end where both teams had opportunities. The Chiefs just uh, got a little bit closer and kicked a field goal. So we know who the Super Bowl teams are. We're going to talk a lot today. We are broadcasting live on three different platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We got you covered there. We also will tweet out segment by segment our YouTube links. So subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. If you've already subscribed to our YouTube channel, all you have to do is like this video. So like the video to help the algorithm. We want more and more fans coming in to the chat to interact, to conversate, and uh, to help subscribe as we grow, uh, trying to get to 15,000. We surpassed 10,000 about a month ago. We're trying to climb the road up to 15,000 subscribers for our YouTube channel. A lot more of you have watched and, and taken the show that way. Also, the fa Facebook, though, we still broadcast on Facebook, the real OGs, bottom left corner of your screen, share, share, not a public. Sharing is caring and caring is sharing on this show. Share the show around. That would help us out a great deal. We need to pop up your Facebook friends news feed. So share the show around and let's get this party started. Yep, let's do it officially. Let's get it going. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live 
weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Before we get going, got to thank our sponsors because they do make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in uh, Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you. That's FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, go to Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, Eagles versus Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts. Andy Reid's current team versus Andy Reid's former team. Uh, Travis Kelsey versus brother Jason Kelsey. Uh, and, and A.J. Brown is also in the Super Bowl as well in his first year after uh, being traded from the Tennessee Titans to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Zach, we're going to dive into A.J. Brown, uh, that's for sure, right now and talk a lot about what happened uh, with this season and with the trade. But the A.J. Brown trade has to sting even more. The number 11 is going to the Super Bowl in Eagles green compared to being in Titan two-tone blue over the last couple of years. Here's a quick uh, comment from A.J. Brown after the Eagles won the NFC Championship game 31-7 to over San Francisco. What's it like to join a team in a year and go to a Super Bowl for you, my friend? Hey, it's crazy. I don't, I don't even know what to say, man. I'm so blessed, man. I, I'm so I'm so blessed how he pulled the trigger. Hey. I'm so blessed with how he pulled the trigger. Hey, how about that? Stacey Dale's there from the NFL Network. Uh, with A.J. Brown on the field after that game. Zach, uh, A.J.'s all smiles. We've seen A.J. smile a lot in his four years in the NFL. A lot of smiles with the Titans and a lot of and a big smile with the Eagles as he's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, look, and I think this is why we're going to talk about it. we got a really good question for, for the fans because, you know, Peekaboo's saying, uh, so hard to watch. Uh, Pauly D just threw up in his mouth. Like, that is, that's got to be tough a tough scene to watch and look everybody knows my feelings about this and about AJ Brown my affinity for AJ Brown and how John Robinson really you know derailed this Titans franchise by trading him away I've been very vocal that that was the wrong decision that they pulled the trigger in the wrong way that they pulled the trigger and it's got to be tough to watch AJ Brown sit there in Philadelphia green Eagles green go to the Super Bowl while the Titans haven't been to the Super Bowl since the late 90s <laughs> you know like well, that's technically tough. January 2000 right but, yeah. <laughs> I, but, but I mean that was their run I mean that was right. such a long it was 20 you know plus years ago and now AJ gets traded to a new team a better team like that's mm -hmm. the fact the Chiefs and the Eagles are the two best teams they were the two number one seeds they played the best football throughout the course of the season, the the best. And they find themselves facing off in a Super Bowl with there's tons of storylines, as you mentioned. Yeah. But this is John Robinson. This makes me sick. This should make fans sick. You don't trade away the most talented player that you have drafted at the wide receiver position in the history of your franchise 
for a first round pick and some other picks because that's essentially what it was. They didn't even get a great deal on that because you weren't willing to pay the man. The Eagles were willing to pay the man and they're reaping the benefits of it. And A.J. Brown had a great year. I mean, he did. If you watch the Eagles, he had an outstanding year. He set the franchise record for receiving yards in a season. Like, the yeah. Titans set probably the low end of re- receiving yards yeah. in a season. So it was it was point counterpoint. That was the point. And so yeah. this has got to make you sick if you're a Titans fan watching A.J. Brown sit there in those and isn't that what it is? The championship t-shirts that are oversized over the, the shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. <clears throat> right. Like that's, that's, that's not what you want to say because of one man's bad decision that we all also know that was impactful enough to get him fired. Yeah. So we know that it was the wrong decision. I was preaching that it was the wrong decision the moment that it happened, but here we are. Yeah, and uh, Sheila John Hoff says, AJ has done very little in the playoffs. Well, that's because the Eagles have donkey stomped both the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Like those games uh, both played out to where the Eagles did not have to throw the football. Uh, you know, AJ Brown did have a third down catch and conversion on the opening drive of the game that led to uh, the first touchdown scored by the Eagles. Now, the Brock Purdy injury completely changed the entire game of how that went. And then the subsequent Josh Johnson injury really changed it because a quarterback uh, was playing for the Niners who could not throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field based off of the play calls that Kyle Shanahan called uh, throughout the rest of that game. So that game was over fast, but let's go ahead and talk and get more into the AJ Brown feels. And we'll play that video again uh, here in a second. But the question we want to ask is are you, and because we know this, we know who our audience is. You guys are Titans fans. That's how we built A to Z Sports Nashville. You guys are Titans fans. Are you rooting for A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl with the Eagles? Because this is a very interesting question to see the psyche of a person, of A.J. Brown traded from your favorite team and now playing with his new team in the Super Bowl. Everything that went down and how that trade was made AJ said how we pulled the trigger in that comment that we'll play. Are you rooting for AJ Brown in the Super Bowl with the Eagles? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to trust the Bone and Joint Institute. You need to go there to get yourself right and back to health again. And they've got the specialist that can uh, diagnose and help you heal any type of injury, whether it's head, elbow, knee, toes, whatever it might be, they've got you covered. And they also have a state-of-the-art facility in Franklin, Tennessee, with a rehab facility as well with our guy Dave. So check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Tennessee Sports. Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. They are the king of the sports books. Up to $25 back on a one-game parlay of four-plus legs if it falls short on pro football. And so they got you hooked up. A to Z Sports is the promo code. Download the app today in your Apple or Android store. That's BetMGM. All right, so um, we're asking this question. I'll play the video one more time. And, Zach, I'm going to send you to the chat. Are you rooting for A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles? Here was A.J. postgame after the NFC Championship win. What's it like to join a team in a year and go to a Super Bowl for you, my friend? It's crazy. I don't don't even know what to say, man. I'm so blessed, man. 
I'm so I'm so blessed how he pulled the trigger. Hey. I'm so blessed with how he pulled the trigger. Quote AJ Brown. So Zach, I'll send you to the chat. We've got over Howie. It's not how we pulled the trigger. It's Howie Roseman. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you didn't catch that? It's Howie. I'm so glad Howie pulled the trigger. Howie Roseman is the see, general manager okay. see, who pulled the trigger on the trade. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking, because I was always, you know, my biggest takeaway from the trade was how A.J. Brown and his agent, Tory Dandy, manipulated the entire situation. Howie, so, Howie Roseman oh my pulled gosh, the trigger is, on the, I just think we have a full mind blow right here live on a Monday morning. Did, did you, when you heard it the first time, is that what you thought? Yeah, I heard it. That's what I was like. Oh, I, that's Howie Roseman. That's that. In, in it's our, so funny. It I because I'm thinking about this in a different standpoint. I'm like, how we pulled the trigger because of how he. Because what did I say? The entire spring when the trade happened, I was calling Tory Dandy the puppeteer. You know, controlling AJ Brown, getting him to take Tennessee off of his social media getting him to do all these different things my goodness i have to play it again play it again uh, because, howie because roseman because I, I no, i feel like an idiot so i'm gonna play it again what's it like to join a team in a year and go to a super bowl for you my friend hey, it's crazy I, I don't even know what to say man i'm so blessed man I, i'm so i'm so blessed how he pulled the trigger hey uh, yeah i mean i but i can see it both ways you know if, if no, 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 there is no both ways. <laughs> Wrong. You can't see it both ways. I can see. It's I can only see one way, ways. and that's no, the way it no, is. But, I mean, it is both ways. It's one of those uh, double meaning things, right? It's uh, Howie Roseman pulled the trigger and also how we manipulated the situation to pull the trigger. <laughs> Wrong. So what's your reaction on now that you know that it's Howie Roseman pulling the trigger on the trade to send A.J. Brown and pay him all of the money that he honestly was warranted yeah. that 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 he pulled the trigger to trade him to philadelphia to bring a possible another super bowl to the philadelphia eagles no i mean I, it does change my feeling quite a bit like it you know i because aj brown is somebody who lives in the social media sewers and clearly remembers and hangs on to things that happened in the past based off of how he goes about social media and tweeting and and his comments throughout the entire season and off season before that so yeah, I, I do. I, I now that I can hear it, and obviously he says Howie Roseman pulled the trigger. Then yeah, I mean AJ Brown's happy. AJ Brown got what he wanted. It doesn't change my mind on how I think uh, AJ Brown and Tory Dandy manipulated the situation, and they they called the Titans out on their bluff, and the Titans are the one hurting for it, and John Robinson is the one out of a job. So I still low feel ball J Rob. No, I still low ball J Rob. Lowballing a, a premier player for $16 million when he's worth well over 20. That is the ultimate reason. And Austin, we now have the facts. I think that is the dust is starting to settle. Now, for all, everybody else, you know, the AJ Brown trade will always sting Titans fans, especially if Philadelphia continues with the success. We're talking about Jalen Hurts with a massive extension. We'll find out if he wins the Super Bowl here in a couple of weeks. But this, and I saw this earlier on in the chat, this will haunt Titans fans for years yeah. to come because it's going to be a hard hill to climb for Traylon Burks to get to the level of A.J. Brown. Yeah. The bar is just set so high. And 
especially now that A.J. Brown had his 1,400-plus yard season and made it to the Super Bowl. Well, and it's not fair to Traylon Burks for everybody to judge him against A.J. AJ Brown. Life's right? not fair, though. No, I'm not saying life is fair. I'm just saying that's the situation that Traylon Burks was put into. It's the Titan, the Titan, well, John Robinson and the Titans put Traylon Burks in that situation. And so uh, just the last thing on the Howie, Howie thing, uh, before we actually get to the comments on the question that we asked here is I think because Sam in our pre-show call, I had not seen that video until we played it. Sam said he, that AJ ended with how we pulled the trigger. And I immediately heard how we, instead of Howie Roseman. And so that was how I had it in my mind. So I do uh, my bad on that, but uh, uh, so let's get to the actual uh, answers to the question here from the chat, Zach. Are you rooting for A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl with the Eagles? Are you rooting for A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl? Um, Zach, uh, do you want to try to – I mean, we can try to yeah, scroll I'll, back. I'll scroll, I'll scroll yeah, all the yeah. way back up. We've had a lot of comments because yeah. of the, the Howie thing. But um, let's see here. We got a lot of yeses, which is, you know, I think for Titans fans, you know, it, it is – time has passed, but, you know – you know, your, your ex-girlfriend now gets married and has this lavish life on Instagram. You know, it, it does probably sting a little bit, but how do you actually feel? Mm -hmm. Well, are you rooting for A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl? Yes, Bradley says. Yes, Steven says. Uh, the same, uh, Denise says. No, from Peekaboo. Yes, from Brandon. Debo says yes. Uh, Debo Samuel? Uh, Debo Sanity. <laughs> Well, if J-Rob had sanity, he would have known that Debo and DK were going to stay just like A.J. Brown would have stayed if he would have made the right deal and not lowballed uh, A.J. Brown on that offer. CJ says yes. Um, let's see here. No, rooting for Kern, not A.J. So there's some honesty there as sure. Kern gets into a Super Bowl who who had an illustrious Titans career and, get I mean, beloved by the Titans organization because he was a Pro Bowl punter for a number of years. Titan says, uh, Titan up says, yes, no AFC from David. Hell no from Mark. Nope. From Jerry Daff says, yes. Tiffany says, no indifferent. Not my team from Dom. That's an honest opinion right there. Rooting for AJ Brown and Brett Kern from Jarrell. Jeff says no. Cause he hates the Eagles. No AFC guy for life period. Uh, of course I'm rooting for AJ. Uh, why would be sick Xavier? Nope. So how do you feel on this Austin? So I, I, again, like I think Zach and I, we are not Titans fans. We have been covering the Titans, Zach. I think you for what, 13 years, this was my 10th year, uh, covering the team. So there's a difference in how we view these. Like I, I, I like Brett Kern. I, you know, didn't really talk to Brett Kern much, but I respect Brett Kern. So, yeah, I think it would be great for Brett Kern to win a Super Bowl. With A.J. Brown, you know, I, I kind of view him a little bit uh, vindictively because I, I do think he played a part in manipulating his way out of Tennessee. But I, I, I'm Which not ultimately was the right decision, though, right? For like, him. For him. And I get it, right? Like, it, But isn't that what it is? <laughs> Sure, but I, I can also have my opinion that how I feel like I don't think I still do not think that AJ Brown negotiated in good faith because of what came out of the Titans organization the day after the trade that AJ Brown shut down the conversations for any type of contract talk three weeks prior to the draft. Look, the Titans messed it up, and but there was they, a reason for that, right? Like, 
the first hand was played. So AJ didn't just go on this vindictive streak all of the sudden. Now that we know more about it, we know that an offer was made prior so, that uh, honestly was offensive to, to AJ Brown and his agency. And that ultimately resulted in why he he went well, I silent. Get, I, I get like I think there's there's sides to everything, right? Like there's AJ's side, there's John Robinson's side, and then there's what happened, and then there's the why each side thinks it went the way that it did. John Robinson feels that he started a negotiation with a player early, right? A year early and months earlier than he normally does start these conversations. And he started low because you can always go up and AJ shut that down, right? That is what John Robinson felt is that AJ shut it down and stopped all conversations with everybody who was employed by the Tennessee Titans uh, in that office immediately after that. And so I don't think that's the right way you negotiate. But I also get that AJ felt disrespected by that, and he did what he thought he had to do. I also know this, that Tory Dandy got not as good contracts for other wide receiver clients earlier in that period, pre-Christian Kirk contract from the Jags. And that Tory Dandy, who is a wide receiver agent guy, did not get enough money for Mike Williams. He did not get enough money for your guy Godwin in Tampa Bay. He felt that he had to make up for those contracts and he missed out with his other clients. Well, those guys are also not the same as AJ Brown. I, I, I also, and there's a lot of things that go into this, right? There, are, those a, are two number two wide receivers on their right. team. Well, hold on, I'm not done. And AJ, we know AJ is an emotional guy, right? And for good, for bad, AJ wears his heart, his emotions right there in his shoulder pads and on his Twitter fingers. And so Tory Dandy had the right type of human to be able to convince that the Titans were screwing him, right? And it all worked out. They were. AJ, but again, Do you was, disagree that the it, Titans' first offer is screwing A.J. Brown at $16 it was, million? No, A.J. No, Brown has proven that I, that to be that, fact. Again, I, I don't... A, I, I don't think any first offer should be considered a screw job. It's a first offer. Like, let's just do like, And again, that's where I think emotionally. Also, if you have an employee dangerous. that's worked really, really hard for you and say, hey, we're going to give you a raise and you're going to give them a, I don't know, a hundred dollar raise. Like, yeah, it's screwing them. <laughs> like, uh, okay. it doesn't make sense. But, but that way it wasn't a hundred dollar raise. Like that, that's, that's Dude, comparative still- to what he was worth. Okay. I mean, you're we talking all, about that, a $10 million difference, we, Austin. What we all don't know, what we do not know, is we do not know if the $16 million base per year happened pre or post Christian Kirk deal. We don't know. If it happened pre Christian Kirk deal, then it's really not that bad. If it happened post Christian Kirk deal, then it's bad. Again, so I, I want to move on beyond that, right? Because I, I want to get, there's, it's a very complicated situation with emotions on both sides. The Titans lost. I think AJ it's less Brown complicated now, though. Well, because... Because yeah, what I we mean, know. Like, sure. we, you and I have gone back and forth for, for literally months. 10 it's, months. About, for almost a year, right? Since it months. happened. Yeah. Nine it months. Ha- yeah, yeah. And we yeah. figured out, just like we figured out the talent versus coaches things. You, This is kind of the best part of the show. You find out exactly what the deal was. And who was in more of the wrong and right? You have an opinion, right? That everybody's going to have an opinion. Yeah, but I do think that's fine. Look, so look, so here's what I think. 
I am not rooting against AJ Brown. I, I don't have a personal thing against AJ. I think he handled a situation when he was 24 years old, probably not as well as he as he would when he was if he's when he gets older or not. I don't know, right? And so I'm not rooting against AJ Brown in life on Sunday, February 12th. I didn't root against him yesterday. Here's the honesty. My in-laws are from Philadelphia. My wife and her family are massive Philadelphia Eagles fans. I had an amazing moment five years ago watching the Philadelphia Eagles win a Super Bowl with my now late father-in-law at his house with my now brother-in-law having a great time watching the Eagles win a Super Bowl. I want the Eagles to win a Super Bowl for that. And am I rooting against AJ? No. Am I rooting for AJ Brown? No, I don't care. Like AJ Brown doesn't affect me as a NFL fan one bit. Is he a good player? Hell freaking yeah. Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts with those three running backs and Dallas Goddard. Sign me up to watch that behind five Pro Bowl offensive linemen all damn day. That's good football. I'm a fan of good football. And yeah, I want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl because that brings my wife and her family a lot of joy. And it's a second time in five years that I get to do that. Sure. But I'm not rooting against or for AJ Brown specifically. I respect Brett Kern because I was around him for like nine, 10 years. I had a couple conversations with him and we went back and forth because I said something was his fault one time in a game that wasn't. And he corrected me on it. And I appreciate that, but I don't, but I'm yeah, it would be cool to see Brett Kern win it, win a Super Bowl because he's 30 something plus years old. He got cut by the Titans. He's on his new team and he's going to have an opportunity. AJ Brown. It's fine. Sure. I, I'm not rooting against him, but I'm also not rooting for him. So for Kern, I, I feel the same way. You know, Kern's a great guy. He did a lot to the, the Titans organization. Yeah, you want him to, because of all that he put into a franchise that didn't win a Super Bowl, yeah, you'd like to see him win a Super Bowl. Here's why I'm rooting for A.J. Brown. This goes ba based on kind of how I look at life. It's a principle thing. It's a lesson learned thing. This should teach the Titans a lesson. I want A.J. Brown to win so that they look in the mirror and they never make the wrong decision on premier players again. That's what the Titans fans should be looking Ooh. for. Because Ooh. when you make decisions, there need there should and will be repercussions for those decisions. If you make good ones, you should be rewarded. If you make poor ones, then you should have be punished in some form or fashion, right? And this is what this represents. I want AJ Brown to take a victory lap because it was the wrong decision at the time. And that's, it's already solidified because he's in the Super Bowl in the year that he's had. But it really solidifies that John Robinson, a mistake like that can be detrimental to one team and huge, massive, impactful to the other. So that's the reason why it is a lesson learned for an organization. That's why I'm rooting for AJ Brown. You can go into the ins and outs of whether you think that AJ did the right or wrong thing right. through the, the 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 negotiations, but at the end of the day, it's a business, and if you do good things, you should be rewarded. If you do bad things, you should be punished. It's just how life should work. All right, so I, this is interesting because I've got comments here that CJ says, thank you, Zach. Tony says, exactly, Zach, my exact words last night. What a lesson. And then Juan says, that's a dumbass comment. Fans don't make the decisions, bro. So let's ask this question and kind of flip it around. 
as a Titans fan for you guys, are you buying or selling what Zach just said? Are you buying the fact that AJ Brown winning a Super Bowl with the Eagles in year one is a good lesson for the Titans or do you sell it kind of like Juan is saying, because the fans don't make the decision. So I'm curious to see what people say about that. Are you buying or selling that lesson that Zach just laid out there? If AJ Brown can win a Super Bowl, we'll get to your comments in a second, but Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans that we are absolutely buying, buying, buying with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, I bought and it was at a better rate. I was buying previous health plans and uh, they cost me a lot more money and they weren't as good. I bought the Farm Bureau Health Plans each and every month. I saved 20% all last year, put money back in my pocket and I got a better plan. Health, dental and vision, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. They got better coverage, better rates, and better service. Check out your plan and how that works is you call and or go online to fbhp.com slash A to Z. You take a quick health assessment. Once you take your health assessment, then you get a quote. Then you make a decision. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. If you're in the state of Tennessee, you really need to take a look at fbhp.com slash A to Z. Also, don't forget the BetMGM app. They got you covered leading up to the big game between Philly and KC coming up in a couple weeks. And you can play a lot and win and have a lot of fun time uh, with the BetMGM app. And this is the perfect time to use this feature, right? Everybody's got their eyes and their dollars and their budget on two weeks from now, right? So use the refer a friend invitation. So if you use the refer a friend invitation, and they accept your invitation via the BetMGM app, refer a friend invitation uh, link, you get $50 in bonus, and they get $50 in bonus. And you can refer up to 50 friends with the BetMGM app. That's up to $1,000 in bonuses with the BetMGM app and the refer a friend invitation. So check that out today and get ready for that big game with BetMGM, refer a friend invitation, 50 bucks in bonuses for every friend, up to 20 friends that you get to sign up with the BetMGM app. So check that out right there today. So Zach, I'll send you back to the comments. <clears throat> Actually, let, briefly, concisely lay out what you just said again about the lesson the Titans can learn from A.J. Brown potentially winning a Super Bowl. Uh, and then we'll get to the buy or sell answers. Don't trade away premier players that you draft. I mean, it's pretty simple. This is the lesson. And you are going to have to watch in the biggest game of the year where millions and millions and millions of people are going to be watching number 11 who had a superb season where you had to get another 11 off the streets to try to make it to the playoffs and fell short while A.J. Brown is the most talented wide receiver the Tennessee Titans have ever drafted. This should be a lesson not to mess that up. Pay when you need to pay. If it costs $100 million and $25 million per year, you pay it because this year was a disaster, a complete and utter disaster. And the guy who is making that decision, who was John Robinson, and Mike Vrabel had a hand in it, whether I don't know what, what the discussions were, if he didn't have the ability to prevent it, if he was jockeying hard to say don't do it, we don't know. If Amy Adam Strunk was you know, for it or against it, I have no idea. We don't know what happened in the war room the day that they traded. But that's the lesson that you need to learn. Don't trade away premier players that you draft because you can't replace some guys. Some guys are irreplaceable. And I think that is the hard lesson that John Robinson, with his, that was his mentality through his entire tenure as general manager, is that not everybody's the Patriots because not everybody has Tom Brady that you, if you replace a player, Tom Brady's just going to make them better. 
when you have Ryan Tannehill as a lower ceiling, you can't do that. And so that's the lesson learned. All right. So do you buy or sell that lesson that Zach is uh, uh, throwing out there? I'm trying to scroll up to the comments because we got a lot of them. Uh, you know, Mr. Wrong says uh, Zach gets that, that green check mark. Uh, and then Will says, I'm buying plus he's tipping uh, right there. Jody says, what uh, selling water under the bridge time to reboot and move on. Uh, Mikey says this makes it sound like that Mikey is selling uh, the only lesson is build a better roster. AJ doesn't change much for the Titans this year. The Titans are not in the Super Bowl with AJ Brown. Philly already had a stacked roster, and they have the NFL cheat code, which is a rookie quarterback contract. I'll go to some more buy or sell comments there. But Zach, what do you think about Mikey's overall thought on the Titan situation uh, with or without well, Mikey's AJ not understanding year? it's a future lesson. When you get into the situation again, don't trade away the premier player you drafted. Figure it out. A.J. Brown was still under contract, guys. That's what Mikey is not getting. He, sta he stated some facts, right? Rookie sure. quarterback contracts. Yes, it does alleviate and make life easier. Now, the Eagles, just like the Kansas City Chiefs did a couple of years ago, $500 million over 10 years for Patrick Mahomes, they had to, they couldn't keep Tyreek Hill. So things are start to leave once yeah. you pay your big-time quarterback but this is a future lesson learned. And the comments say it all. I mean, everybody's buying because it's the facts. Well, I mean, not every, the, the, the big majority are buying. Some some are selling. Like Honky Tonk says, sell. The Titans went nowhere with AJ. I mean, they went. Yeah, but look. A look, lot of, look yeah. Nick, buy. No, no, buy. Buy. No. Buy. Zach, buy. I, I don't buy, know if, I don't know if there's a percent. I mean, yes. When I, you said buy. all the comments are saying buy. Not I, all I mean, of them. But 90%. And look, the love of the show is going to Nick because this is my okay. opinion. I believe it to be true. And I think I can be vindicated a little bit. The love of the show goes to Nick. Zach has been correct on the A.J. Brown trade the entire time. I've been preaching this from when I told the Titans to draft him in October before the draft even occurred to what he did as a Titan, to what went on and how they should never have traded him uh, when they did trade him this past offseason, and now you know the results. This man, A.J. Brown, was completely and utterly dominant all year. 1,400, almost 1,500. He had 1,496 yards receiving, mm -hmm. 11 touchdowns. I mean, you, you compare that anywhere close to the Tennessee Titans wide receiving core, you talk about throwing up in your mouth, you'll puke up last Tuesday's dinner in your mouth because yeah. of how the discrepancy between A.J. Brown's statistics singularly compared to the Tennessee Titans wide receiving core as a whole. Those are straight facts, homie. It's just what it is. And now we actually know the results. So, yeah, I do feel vindicated of what I've been talking about for A.J. Brown for the last nine to ten months of what's happened and how he's played. And I've watched A.J. Brown because of it. Because, first and foremost, he's just an outstanding player. If you love football, Austin, like you said, right? Yeah. You love watching great players. Absolutely. Just like everybody else does. Yeah. I watched A.J. Brown to watch great players. The, the plays that he made we saw in a Tennessee Titans uniform He's doing the same, if not more, in a Philadelphia Eagles uniform because he has a better team around him. He's doing it more often because he's got more opportunities. Because A.J. Brown had 1,496 yards, just four yards short of 1,500, which is uh, a little over 400 yards more than his most in a Titans uniform. But he's got 
you know, 39 more targets, right? Uh, he had a lot more opportunity because of what that offense was able to do. Plus, Devontae Smith is a freaking stud as well. Uh, Dallas Goddard, the run game, Jalen Hurts and the offensive line. I mean, it, it, it's, I, I mean, the Titans had an offense in 2019 slash 2020 when AJ busted out on the scenes that were skilled. They had everything balanced, uh, explosive with a great offensive line in 2019 and 2020. The Eagles got that plus. Uh, they've got Devonta Smith, who is way better opposite AJ Brown than anybody the Titans could possibly. Yeah, he's better than right? Corey Davis. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a Heisman Trophy winner, and you know whether he officially caught that ball or not in the That's first. That's good drafting. Yeah, he definitely did cut. Well, catch and, and, it's good drafting by the Philadelphia Eagles. You got to tip your cap to Howie Roseman, like AJ Brown did. Sure. To, and, to put this team together to make a run. They've been the best team in the NFL all season. They had to win two games, not multiple, because they got the bye. And yeah. now they find themselves in the Super Bowl. And Austin, to what you just said, the Titans had a stellar team in 2020, right? I mean, they their offense was amazing. But when the bright lights started to shine and they had a wild card game that they hosted against the Baltimore Ravens, their offense was abysmal. But let's also say this. The Balt that Baltimore Ravens team that beat the Titans in that wild card game is better than the Giants team that the Ra that the Eagles played last week and better than the Niners team that that the Eagles played after Brock Purdy got hurt. I don't think there's any denying that. The Baltimore but, well, Ravens the funny thing is the following game they lost to the Bills and Lamar Jackson got hurt and he couldn't play. Right. And so I yeah, the the Ravens with Lamar Jackson that year were a way better opponent than the Giants and what the what the Niners became throughout that game. I want to say this one thing. I've got I, some I got some lunch money before uh, we move completely. Okay. On, so. I will say that the AJ Brown after in 2 weeks after the Super Bowl happens, whether he wins a ring or does not win a ring. I do think that the dust will start to settle a little bit and we will talk less about AJ Brown. But Austin, here is the cold, hard facts. And Brett has it right. It will now be a curse. And until that curse is lifted, you will have an A.J. Brown curse. Especially if the Eagles win, that curse will start to rear its head every time a wide receiver drops uh, you know, multiple passes like we saw with Robert Woods. Or Traylon Burks doesn't work out. Or he does. I don't know. But there will start to now be the curse of A.J. Brown. just like, And that happens in sports yeah. after a bad trade. Well, you hope it's not the curse of the Bambino <laughs> that lasted a really long time uh, up in Boston. You hope it's not the Billy Goat curse with the Cubs. You hope it's not the – what are some other curses that you know we can think about that later on? But uh, you got any other curses that pop up in your mind? Baseball the Clippers season? in general? <laughs> The Clippers can't win an NBA title. They yeah, bet. but that I just think that's just because they're the Clippers. I don't think but that's a curse. The curse of the Clippers. But there was no reason for it. There was no like trigger that created the curse like there is. We with the, the Clippers when they created the Clippers. Yeah, there that was, was just a bad decision uh, to begin with. But John says that he is buying uh, some lunch money for Sam. Buying because he'd root for Ray Charles driving in the Indy 500 before he'd root for the Chiefs. So let's go AJ Brown. So, you know, my official take on this, Zach, is like, I buy the concept um, of what you're saying, but I also feel like the Titans lesson has already been learned. I, I you know, I think that's, 
You know, I don't think winning or losing the Super Bowl is going to change the lesson one way or the other. The lesson's been learned by the Tennessee Titans because they lost seven games in a row for a lot of different reasons, right? They fired John Robinson for several different reasons, A.J. Brown's trade being a, a big one, right? And so I, I think it's already kind of been done. Like, it's it's the whole, like, you can stop shooting now. Like, like you got it. Like, and, yeah, it's so just I, that it's the la- it's the cherry on top. Like, yeah. it's that last impactful thing that says, "Wow, we messed up royally." Right? Instead of "we really messed up," it's "we messed up royally." And Michael, last thing, last thing, and we'll move on. Michael says, uh, uh, "Sorry, clicked the wrong one." Uh, it says, "And he was healthy all year." Yeah, AJ Brown played seventeen games. Those and- knees, those knees held up. It's going to be interesting, man. I don't know what's going to happen when it comes to the Titans and, and their situation with guys not being healthy, but we did a dog talk segment about that uh, a couple weeks ago. And I suggest if you have not watched it, uh, then you should uh, go watch it. You got anything else to add? I was just going to say AJ Brown was healthier than the Titans team, as you kind of alluded to. It's kind of crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Titans have a, have a problem and it seems like AJ Brown was not the problem. The Titans are the problem when it comes to that uh, there. So, all right, Zach, That's a let's Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Is it? I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, me. I'm the problem. It's oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, default to you on that one. All right. So let's talk about the AFC Championship game for a second. There was some controversy and, and a penalty that allowed that game uh, to, to go the way that it did. We will talk about that uh, briefly. But I want to focus more on Travis Kelsey. Because, guys, I thought Travis Kelsey looked so annoying uh, with his post-game antics. So we'll play this video from Travis Kelsey after the Chiefs beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And I want to know this. Do you think Travis Kelsey's post-game antics were cool? Or do you think they were cringe? Were Travis Kelsey's post-game antics cool or cringe? Here's Kelsey. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. I just want to thank God, man. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Burrow hit my ass! Woo! I said enough about the Cincinnati mayor. It was, it was Cincinnati was a better city when Jerry Springer was a mayor. (laughs) I had not seen that last one. All right. So cool or cringe is post game antics. But first let me tell you guys about using Coleman injury lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans uh, and of A to Z sports. So if you get injured in a car wreck, Call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600 for a free case consultation. They will go get you that insurance money you deserve uh, after being injured in a car accident. Uh, They've done it for 30 plus years and have recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky. So that's Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office, National Tennessee. It is eSports, BetMGM. That's who powers us in the mornings. Promo code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of the sports book. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports for new users. It's right there in your Apple or Android store. I want a little bit of cashola over the weekend. And you can too by downloading the BetMGM app in your Apple or Android app store. All right. So, Travis Kelsey, cool or cringe? And <laughs> so. Uh, I see cringe. I see uh, cringe times 10. I say Sam said the last one was good, but the others, yikes. Uh, I see cool from Caleb. 
Uh, good for that dude and his brother. Uh, talk your ish guy. Apollo says funny. Rashid says cool. Johnny says cringe. What an idiot. Steel says cool. Um, let's see. Annoying from Brent. Uh, cringe from Ali. Yikes. Cringe from Sean. Uh, Gabriel says he's too good to be this dumb. Demetrius loves it. Scott says cringe. Ryan says cool. That boy was having fun. Uh, M1 says Travis Kelsey is a douche nozzle. Uh, how to not to uh, is cringe. He's entertaining so fun, but funny. Uh, so uh, cringe coming in from Alex. It, there, it's I you know it's both cool cringe, cool cringe all over the place. I I think Travis Kelsey is a complete DB. I, I do not like Travis Kelsey. I think. What he did uh, last night. He plays tight end. He doesn't play defensive back. No, I. Good one, good one. The the last one at the podium that was funny. Like that was some. That was a moment that he got obviously in the locker room and away from his emotional reaction and had a self aware moment in at the post game press conference. But I think what he did like with the Patrick Mahomes interview. Is just so cringe. Like, bro, go away for a second. Like, get, like, let your quarterback is talking to the national TV audience. Get out of there and don't come in there and sound like a woo girl on Broadway in downtown Nashville. Like, that was cringe to me. And, the, you know, the going on and on about the mayor, that was cringe to me. I, I prefer not to have that type of stuff. I don't like Travis Kelsey. I think he's way over the top. But again, he's a great player. Love watching Travis Kelsey play football, but he's got a tendency of being a crying, whiny baby when things don't go his way. And we saw that against the Titans the last couple of years. And I just don't like him in general. Uh, but so I, I always say cringe. The last part was funny, though, at the press conference. I, I don't picture you know Travis Kelsey as a whiner. That's not I – mean, he's a great player. We know that. I mean, yeah. we, you watch him play, he's outstanding. Uh, I don't necessarily categorize this as cool. I also wasn't cringing at it. I thought it it reminded me of entertainment. It was funny. And where I think that we are removed because we're not a part of the Chiefs or the Bengals, right, like fan base. Right? Yeah. The Bengals were talking mad trash to the Chiefs because they'd beaten them three times. And they had dethroned them from going to the Super Bowl last year. And this was their payback, right? We had all said that, like, you know, Mahomes, this is the first time he had ever been not favored at some point versus a, in a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, that line and, was all over the place. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and yeah. we knew it was going to be at because of the ankle. And Mahomes deserves a ton of credit for playing through what he played through. But this was hilarious to me. I mean, I, I, I cackled, I laughed. And I do think that if you beat an opponent that has been talking trash to you, you should dance on them and that's all Travis Kelsey was doing and that is Travis Kelsey he is a guy that keeps it light that's his personality it's it's like Lawan. that's just his personality do you agree with everything that he says is everything super smart and super intelligent no it's not and but Travis Kelsey is the same way but when he said know your role and shut your mouth you jabroni I started dying laughing out loud I rewound it I watched it again and my fiance goes What's a jabroni? I was like, it's actually a term that Dwayne The Rock Johnson used back in the Attitude Era of WWE, which that's what it is. It was a WWE promo. That and and Kelsey is a WWE wrestling fan, right? So like, yeah, and, and I'm and I'm not. I don't like. I yeah, think that but, stuff's. And you don't ridiculous. have to. You don't have to yeah. be a fan to know that 
He was just living in that moment. And that was the form of talking trash. He wasn't doing Austin. I thought about this is he wasn't the Richard Sherman, like angry, right? Like you remember the Richard Sherman, Aaron Andrews moment where that looked bad because he had like, he was angry. He was like Travis Kelty. That's so fun loving of like, you know, the, the party line at the end, this is what Kelsey does. So I wasn't cringing at it. I wasn't like, oh man, that guy's so cool. I, but I was like, man, I love this. This is hilarious. Let's put and it's a great, it's the greatest way to talk trash. Like yeah, he did and, it in and, a great manner. And like, I, if, I, if you're going to do, if you're going to talk trash, he wasn't negative. He was pointing, he wasn't calling out the Bengals team. He was calling out the mayor who had talked trash on their behalf, right? So it was kind of perfect on how it was executed. That's why I I do not cringe at it at all. If we go chronologically, I thought it was cringier at the beginning and it got better later, right? Chronologically, the first thing that happened was him interrupting the Mahomes interview where Mahomes was like, you know, literally how it happened. I just want to thank God and then woo! Woo, Burrowhead, my But that uh, interview got inter- interrupted earlier, too. Yes, that was the second I, and, and, interruption. And so I do think, I think it's ridiculous. I don't like when players interrupt interviews. I think that is just my, like. They just won back- the AFC championship. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, they're but not I, Nick Saban. They're not going to go grind tape. Like, you got to let them no, live. Uh, no, I just, I think, like, there's a, there's a purpose and a moment for that. And I get networks probably think it's funny and great when something like that happens. But you know, the bur- the the Mahomes interruption was cringy to me. What he said and calling out the mayor on the podium was less cringy. And then his press conference afterwards was a funny moment. And so I overall, I am not a Travis Kelsey like off the field fan. I think he's annoying. Do you I think, think Gronk is funny? Um, yeah, because I mean, it's the I, same. They're, they're yeah. the same, they're, they 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 serve the same purpose. They're yeah, unbelievable. But I was never I was never like a Gronk guy either, though. Like no, I, you don't it, have to be a Gronk, yeah. but like they're unbelievable tight ends that lighten the mood and that like bring the positive energy in th- any situation. Are they the same? I mean, yeah, they serve the same. They're, like they're a different movie. It's a different movie, but they're the same character, right? Yeah, we've seen and, that. And, we've seen I, that time and time again. And I usually don't necessarily gravitate towards that character. Like, I, and, that's, yeah, just, that's fine. But like, that it's just serving the purpose. No, I know. But like, like the 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 stupid funny guy is not exactly my type of guy anymore. Like, you know, it's just not. And so, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey's always annoyed me, and so I, I that's why I'm even more annoyed by that too. Yeah, and you again, have, you I, have a bone, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have I've I've got a history of being annoyed by Travis Kelsey for stupid things too. And so, yeah, that goes into it. Am I anti-talking trash? Hell no. I love talking trash. I just think that there's a way to go about it, and there's moments that That's you- the way to go about it. You, you've just won the AFC Championship game against the team that beat you last year in the AFC Championship game, in which their mayor was talking trash all week about Joe Burrow and their team. I- so you attack the mayor on national television on multiple occasions and and do it in a non-aggressive, non-like... He wasn't cussing. He wasn't dropping F-bombs like in the most funny, most comical way. I, I actually I disagree just in the sense of like, I don't know how you do that better. <laughs> uh, Sean Sean says they're both Adam Sandler tight ends. <laughs> and yes. both, that's hilarious. And, and 
it i not i don't find the adam sandler bit funny anymore like it happy gilmore and billy madison there's there it is there's the comparison there's rob gronkowski and travis kelsey yeah it's both great movies both hilarious both serve the exact same purpose they're not oscar nominees they're not we're not sitting here talking about the revenant or training day but you but grow it out is of what it is but you do grow out of that austin you don't go like, watch billy madison you will laugh your ass off yeah nostalgically like I will, because i will be a, a 15 year old watching it again not like now like and I, I just not what i go Go into. watch it it's hilarious happy gilmore's hilarious damn alligator bit my hand off i mean that's hilarious it's so dumb it's so dumb but it it is yes it it serves a purpose i'm not disagreeing but i do think travis kelsey made me cringe last night interrupting mahomes uh so that's you know hey different strokes that's why we talk i I do want to i do want to say this i don't know if you saw uh the Bengals linebacker who basically blamed uh going to the locker room Joseph Asai for losing them the game. Uh, we were, I was going to play that video, but it's just like littered with a bunch yeah. of F bombs. And I didn't want to do that to our audience just in case, you know, we have people watching here, but I, I think it's ridiculous for anybody, anybody, including Jermaine Pratt of the Bengals to blame Joseph Asai for them losing that game. That sucks for Joseph Asai. I feel bad for Joseph Asai, well, he didn't it was absolutely him. a penalty. He 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 didn't blame him. He asked him why, right? It was pure emotion. I do give some pass to what he didn't blame him. He didn't say, you're the reason why you lost. If you listen to what he said, he goes, why would you touch the quarterback like that? Now, in his defense, I do think that he was moving way too fast. And that's why he got hurt. If you saw, yeah, I like, thought he blew his knee out. Oh, I, did I don't too. think he. I don't think and, he did. But and so I think that he was in a un- uncompromised situation. Should he have done that? No. I mean, it cost him the game. But I think that's just a teammate in emotion asking why. With it's a rhetorical question, right? He's not going to turn around yeah. and be like, "Well, here's the reason why." Actually, I'm. I went like it's just an emotion. It it's just the you know. Joseph Asai was unblockable that entire game. Joseph Asai had a hell of a game. And yes, it was a penalty. And I am also not one of those people that think the ref shouldn't throw that. I saw plenty of Twitter reactions of like, how did you throw that flag in that moment? No, it's a penalty. And it won the Chiefs the game. Because I don't think they would have scored a, a touchdown. They would have had a Hail Mary shot from the you know, 45 well, I, yard line. We talked about There's eight seconds left. Mahomes in eight no seconds. Timeout. No timeouts. It's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> That's the point. But still, Joseph Asai, that penalty was was tough, especially with how they showed him uh, on the bench for a long, long time, uh, you know, with his face in his jersey. Uh, and you could see with his body moving that the emotions that he was going through. I, I just think anybody that attacks Joseph Asai from the Bengals fan base or anybody there, I think is is – yeah, I well, I, I think they're smart enough to not go that far. I think that that clip was just an emotion. I think, and he he didn't react like he didn't turn around and be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Like he just walked into the locker room. So I, I will say this overall: look, the refs didn't lose or you know win that game. I will say the refs did lose and lost the Lakers Celtics game on Saturday night when I was watching that tough scene all weekend for officials, especially. And I know it didn't end up being anything. But the redo third down call 
You can't have so that good. on national television in the biggest game of the year in a deciding game. You, you can't you, have you can't, you can't have, have that it. anywhere. You can't have that anywhere. No, I don't I, care well, what week we, it is. well, we talk about all season primetime games, right? We talk about 12 o'clock games compared to this. This you cannot have. And it's unfortunate. Now, it's fortunate that it didn't change the complete outcome of the it, game. It changed some field position, you know, a little bit here and there, maybe by a first down. Uh, but it would have been a lot more if it would have been. Yeah, something. yeah. And, and it and, was intentional grounding. At first, I did not think that Joe Burrow did intentional grounding. But if you go back and look to it, uh, the running back is too far away. I think it was Samaj P. Ryan. It was too far away, and the ball didn't cross the line of scrimmage, and he was in the pocket. If so you like, want to, if you want to have grief on a call that went against the Bengals that shouldn't have, I thought the pass interference on Mike Hilton when yeah. he didn't have make that much contact with Valdez Scantling, that was a penalty that you're like, come on. I agree. And even Mike Prayer was like, yeah, I don't know about that one. And so there was a there were several calls that were made, and we saw way too much of that ref on our TVs. With you know, yeah, explaining, talking to Zach Taylor, like, yeah, hey, here's it's like and, you don't want, he was never explaining things to Andy Reid, right? No, I felt, it, it felt just, like and, it was he was always on the Bengals sideline, and sometimes that's just how stuff goes in games, and that sucks. And I feel bad for Joseph Asai. I feel bad, for, you know, the Bengals had an opportunity uh, to win that game again in Arrowhead Stadium to go to the Super Bowl, and it was sitting right there in front of them, and they and they just couldn't make that play at the end. And then aside, the penalty that was correctly called gave uh, that game-winning field goal an opportunity. So, all right, Zach, let's wrap up this Monday show with a Monday Ask Me Anything. Uh, but first, uh, tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride, whether it's the Palisade. You see it right down there. Boom. That full-size SUV. It's a great vehicle for your family. It's got plenty of room, third row seating, all the bells and whistles. Test drive one today at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. They also have four-door sedans like the Elantra and the, the Sonata. They've got the Ionic, which is battery-powered. Test drive one, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Also, don't forget, right now we've got uh, less than two weeks officially to get ready uh, for the big game, Philly and KC. You know it's coming up. And so what you need to do if you're currently a BetMGM user, make the most of it. Because it would be great to have extra bonus bets uh, in your account to use on the game. And do that with the Refer a Friend invitation. Here's what you do. You open your BetMGM app. You go with the Refer a Friend invitation. And you send it to your friends. Up to 20 of them. And for every one of your friends that signs up, you get $50 in bonus. They get $50 in bonus as well. And you can get up to $1,000 in bonuses with the BetMGM Refer a Friend Invitation. So check that out in your BetMGM app today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. Wards issued with knowledge of bets or site credit. For bets expire in 30 days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, I will let you to set us up for this Monday Ask Me Anything topic. So here's a question that I pulled. It's from a card. We, we play this Ask Me Anything game. Yeah. And I don't know this, like, because there is probably like a law, but there's also like a, okay, who cares? But yeah. there also is an age. So here's the question. Let's see if we could focus in on this. Got it. Are children who act in R-rated movies allowed to see them? Are 
and I think it's a really good question, and I don't know the answer. Are children who act in R-rated movies allowed to see them? Like, let's say it's a horror film, like Texas T Chainsaw Ma Massacre. I'm sure, like, they got kids in there. Like, maybe mm. a kid gets his arm cut off or something, right? Family. Like, are those kids able to see, and at what age? Because here's yeah. another question. How old do you have to be to watch an R-rated film? I think 17. Age to watch rated R. 17. Okay. Or, well. Or accompanied by a parent, right? Oh, so there it is. So you could be, so that's the answer. And I also think, and I think uh, Jarrell says it adds a little bit, but it's, it depends on why is it rated R. Jarrell brings up sexual content. If is it rated R because or violence of, or, or violence, like why is it rated R? And I think that can be the determining factor <clears throat> on, on that. Now it's also like, what age is the kid, right? <laughs> kid, Are you, you nine? <laughs> five. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, there could be a five-year-old actor in a rated R movie that plays a role that has nothing to do with said violence or activity. And right? I also think this is a factor because young, <clears throat> let's say child actors I don't want to give them the benefit, but they're probably, you know, they're super talented to be able to, to, to act in that. I think, they, it, they I think they have a higher IQ. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I not think it's, generalizing it's, that, This but. is like most things. I believe most things are case by case. And I think this is an absolute thing where it's case by case. If somebody is, you know, 12 years or older and they are a, uh, you know, a career child actor and they have been exposed to things that normal 12 year olds are not uh, with adult life. I, I think that is more uh, option uh, to, to do that. If it's, you know, it, well, you I don't want to be like um, Jessica Simpson's parents, right? They steal all your money, you know? Like, no, I mean, I, 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 again, I think it's case by case, you know, if it's, if it's like a super famous child actor, that's done a lot of like big time films and they're 13 years old, then, you know, I, I think that's probably okay. Depending on the, the, the actual film itself. Right. I think there are so many turn into Shia LaBeouf, which I like Shia LaBeouf, but he is out there. Right. Like, and I think, it's been documented, you know, child stars and Orlando brings this up because you, you damn right. I am. I made this family money off this movie, right? Like the child actors, they grow up. And I think this is indicative of what the conversation is, is right. That they grow up in a grown up world when maybe it would be better for their growth to not right. They see things that you shouldn't see as a 13 or a 12 year old kid. Because you're around grownups like throughout the day, yeah. shooting I, and, and stuff like that. I do think I also, that's impactful of why you see kids' stars be messed up. Yeah, I also don't know, like, and I, I'm not a big movie person, but like, how many child roles are there in some of or, the? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I'll I'll pay attention to it more now because we've asked the question. But I, yeah, I don't know. I can't tell you if there's a child, a 13 year old kid in you know, Freddy Krueger Friday or, you know, horror films. Cause like that's was, another thing. I, you know, I, I don't know why, like the sixth sense was kind of the first movie that came to my mind, but I don't even know if that's radar. Well, that's why we have the internet. I do not know the sixth sense. 1999. Is it PG 13? Got a 4.7. Um, 
Cause like that was, that's a child actor who is a prominent role in that movie. Right. And so like, if that was rated R, I think that actor probably is fine to watch that movie, but I don't know what it was rated. And, and Kevin PG-13. says 13. Yeah. So again, like, even, like the sixth sense is a very significant film It's dark. It's got twists and turns and it's PG 13. Right. And yeah. so. What about uh, oh, here? Here's one that, well, again, child actors, it was main actors, but do you remember uh, Seth Rogen's Sausage Party, which was like, that was, it, it was a Pixar film. This is kind of changed the game. It was a I Pixar film, it. but it was an adult film, like an adult based. It was R. And so, like, you had, you know, hot dogs and hot dog buns coming in making sexual innuendos that were not suitable for children. Yeah, probably. Uh, so I, I just found... The villain in there was what you described Travis Kelsey as. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Seth Rogen. <laughs> so I, I just found a link. 14 violent and disturbing movies that kid, that star that star kids too young to watch them. Uh, the Good Son, never seen it. Uh, the exorcist, that is one that you would say, yeah, probably not watch that one when you're, uh, in the, and you know, in the, the debut man on fire, uh, Ooh, man on fires. Yeah. Man on fire is a great movie. Child's play. Never seen it or heard of it. It's, the, o the omen, um, aliens, uh, pan's labyrinth, a weird movie. Kick ass. I don't remember that. Sudden death. You don't remember that uh, again. So there's just some options. There's but not it, that many, I guess. Yeah, I there's not what, that many. Uh, that's unique. So look, that's uh, that's ask me anything. I don't know if we learned something. I learned something that at 17 was the R rage movie or accompanied by a parent. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, A to Z Sports. That wraps it up for us on this Monday. Buck Rising will be live tonight. A to Z Sports Prime Time. So make sure you check that out on the same. Uh, social channels will be live at eight o'clock central and don't forget like the video before you go give us a thumbs up right there when you're watching and subscribe to our a to z sports national youtube channel uh before you head out if you're not already we appreciate it as always and we'll see you tomorrow on a tuesday morning thanks adios